I'm Gary Bard, founder and editor-in-chief of today's Caregiver Magazine and Caregiver.com, and your host for our weekly caregiving podcast series. In this podcast, we will introduce you to many of the leading caregiving thought leaders, authors, experts, and even caregivers with famous faces who have graced the covers of our magazine. In his new book, Healthy Dad, Sick Dad, Dr. Glenn Robeson shares his personal journey with two very similar fathers who ended up in drastically different retirements. Determined to understand why, Dr. Robeson studied his healthy father's lifestyle and emulated it for 18 years with dramatic improvements to his own health. Now he's ready to share these secrets of living a a long, healthy life in his book, Healthy Dad, Sick Dad. And it's a pleasure to introduce him to you. Dr. Robeson, thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. What made you decide to write this book? Uh, tell, you know, tell, tell us about the two dads who inspired your research and inspired your book. Okay. So what inspired me to write the book is uh, over a course of many years, I was applying these principles that I actually have in the book. And uh, I was seeing the effects it was having on patients. Um, and so it's just plain and simple that uh, I had to get it written out and put into a book. My healthy dad, who is actually my mentor, he has not biologically related to me, but earlier in my practice, I was uh, seeking out other alternative measures to help my lower back pain. And I was looking at having back surgery. I mean, I couldn't get out of bed. Here I was, a young doctor. Um, trying to uh, establish a practice and, and, uh, um, but I was so stiff. I was so sore and in pain. And so somebody told me about this guy that could help without any injections and any sur- surgeries. And so I searched him out. He was able to help me. Um, and, um, and so that started the uh, process and, uh, I could explain, I could expand on many avenues on that, but I'll keep it simple but he's definitely helped me. Um, my, my sick dad is actually my biological father who happened to pass away last year when I was completing, uh, finalizing the book for edit. So, um, I was able to see two men in my life that I, 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 I really idled. I really, really looked up to, um, um, and I, they had two different courses. I mean, my healthy dad is still, um, man, he, he works probably 16 hours in his yard and his garden and his, you know, he's retired now, but he can outwork me. Um, and unfortunately my sick dad, who was a healthy, robust farmer, you know, when he got re- re- retired to his recliner, he never got out of there. What do you mean by chemistry is an assault on biology? Chemistry is, uh, chemicals. Biology is the body cells. So anything you take into your body that is not uh, incongruent or not in alignment with your immune system, meaning the body's natural way of producing good bacteria, the foods that we're actually eating is assaulting our our body in a way. Um, So the preservatives, the the chemical foods, uh, all these things may not be a good harbor to grow the good bacteria that we need to maintain our good immune system. Well, how do we know what to eat every day? 
that is a very good question. And thank you for asking that. I listen to my body temperature. And here's the principle that's not talked about. Your body, your body is about 98.6 degrees. If it falls below that, say 97, then you're not able to produce good bacteria in intestinal lining. I'm all about the immune system. So if you're weak, tired, uh, and cold, uh, there's a chapter in there called the yin-yang principle, the law of oppositions, I call it. And so if you're cold, weak, and tired, you're not able to produce the good bacteria. And so how I gauge my eating is by the foods I, I the foods um, the foods I choose to eat is by how I feel. If I'm hot, I'm going to eat something cold. And uh, if I'm cold, I eat something hot. What are, what are some other techniques that you can share with us? The, the other thing I, I really emphasize is the quality of our foods, air and water. And so, um, for instance, you know, the quality of our food should be organic, should be as closest to nature as possible. Because if you don't, then you're getting all these little chemicals in it. Uh, the biggest chemical out there right now is Roundup. Um, and uh, there's a lengthy discussion in the book. I talk about that. Water, you know, there's a big discussion on water. What's the best type of water? Uh, alkalizing water, uh, things like that. I do reverse osmosis, but then I, uh, I want to know what's in my water. And then I can put back what I want in the water, for instance. So I'll use reverse osmosis water. And then I'll add concentrates, which is a trace minerals, comes out of the Great Salt Lake in Utah. And I'll, I'll add those 80 different plus elements back into my water. So I get those trace minerals back in there. Um, the air we breathe. I mean, if we're locked into a city uh, and we're breathing all those chemicals, you know, we, we need to find some good air to breathe. Um, yeah, and then rest and sleep, I think, is vital. Turning off the uh, Wi-Fi in your house so you're not bombarded by the that pulsating device that you can't even see. But there's there's an energy there that uh, I think does uh, affect the uh, the body. Well, what in particular do you recommend for people living with diabetes? So diabetics, um, diabetic. There can be two types of diabetes, and it goes back to yin yang, hot or cold. Um, most of the diabetics I see are very weak and tired. You know, they're, they're frail in a way. I do see the other side, yang side, but on diabetes, um, so the, the majority of them all have them cook their food because it digests better, but there's, there's certain foods that I want them to eat. Blueberries, green beans, fresh ginger, artichoke, cinnamon. They're all blood, uh, sugar reducers. You have to be very, very careful on the fresh ginger when they grate it. And you can put it on a salad or make a tea because it acts just like insulin. It will lower your blood sugar very fast. Uh, getting away from white flowers, white sugars. Um, and then the, the one principle that I would say is uh, really watch your emotions. You know, know that you are incredible. Know that you are loved. Know that you are an individual that is so unique. And even though you've been hurt in the past, it doesn't matter. Let it go because emotions can raise your blood sugar tremendously. And I think that's an element that's not being discussed out there too with a lot of the diabetics. And stress is a killer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. What kind of diet do you recommend for people who are immunocompromised? 
So depending on what stage they are, if they're really struggling, then there's a certain diet I have. Um, somebody that's been exposed to a lot of heavy metals, there's a heavy metal diet. I don't have that on my website uh, as of yet, or I briefly talk about in the book, but the, the classic one is just the immune diet. And, um, and it, it spells out what you can take, what to avoid, what's good and what's poor with a little synopsis in there. And so when somebody starts to um, feel better, for instance, let's just take the classic cold. Uh, what I would do is get people on chicken broth soup uh, without the chicken and without the uh, brown rice in there until they really get kind of stable. And then you, in a couple of days, throw the brown rice in there. So then you have a good medium for the good bacteria to grow on. And then you start to increase your immune system. Well, here's what's really interesting is I had a patient that is at 72 years old, diabetic. She got the book and I mentioned to her, I, I mentioned this one comment. I says, I don't think I'll ever be able to recoup the money that I spent in putting this book together. But that doesn't matter to me because I just want the message out there. She told me, she says, Dr. Robinson, she says, you'll never know the impact of this book. It has already changed three generations. I'm diabetic. My daughter's diabetic and her three-year-old daughter is uh has changed i go what do you mean she says well i'm applying the principles my diabetes is doing better my daughter is applying the principles that she's telling her doctor about it and her three-year-old daughter is now wanting apples and telling her mom no we can't eat that so it's how you in, in off. two months yeah i've already changed three generations that book has